Well, g'day everyone. Welcome to The Journey this week. For a couple of weeks into the new year, there's the sound of tennis balls being hit all around Australia as the uh, the Australian Open kicks off. I love this time of year and all the sport that's on telly. I've just had a, a bit of a feast of test cricket over the uh, over the Christmas break. I love I love listening to I love listening to test cricket. Probably more than I love watching it, just listening to it on the on the radio. And now we've got plenty of tennis to be watching in the new year. And we've hit for this week. What is the second Sunday in ordinary time? Ordinary, not meaning plain, but just simply heading back into the, the series of readings that move us right through the scriptures. We have uh, have a couple of different seasons at different parts of the year. We've had the Advent season and the Christmas tide, and now we're diving back into the the Sundays in ordinary time as we move towards what will be the next significant seasonal event. Certainly for those who follow a, a liturgical calendar coming up with, with Easter. Not too far away, pretty early Easter this year, but we're diving into the Gospel of St. John today. More about that in a minute, but we'll also be hearing from the likes of Father Mike Delaney. He's, uh, he's going to talk to us about some unexpected sounds that he encountered in more recent times during his daily prayer routines because there were no school kids around and he's, uh, he's living in a parish and a school nearby, how sounds change and how we heard the sounds of nature. Trish McCarthy's going to talk to us about the importance of a daily examine. It's a, it's a prayer ritual. There was a very, very strong feature of the life of of St. Ignatius, and that's become a a very common pattern of prayer, particularly at the end of a day where you do an examine of of all the things that went well, where you're in tune with with what God was asking you to do, and when you weren't, and and also looking forward to the next day. And Trish has got a great analogy there, a little God spot that she's called Sleeping with Bread. Going to hear from Father Dave Callahan. He's going to ask the pretty straightforward question, why was Jesus a carpenter? Could have chosen a whole lot of things that Jesus was uh, was born into, and uh, and why carpentry was this? Uh, and he was bound to do that based on what Saint Joseph's gifts were, not Saint Joseph's profession were. But to kick us off, though, we're going to be hearing from Father Chris D'Souza as he breaks open the Gospel of John, which is today John, first chapter, twenty nine to thirty four, where we hear that call: "Look, there is the Lamb of God." As John the Baptist again points the way, clears the way for for us to understand who Jesus is. So we're going to hear from Father Chris D'Souza after Max Norden proclaims the gospel for us. You're going to love what Father Chris has got to say. This uh, reflection from him comes courtesy of Mass for You at Home, which we also produce in our little diocese of Wollongong. It's on Southern Cross 10 and various other platforms each and every week, particularly for people who struggle to get to church and they can hear the word of God proclaimed reflections on that and also move through the prayers and the mass and so really grateful to have that available with father chris d'souza he's he's awesome bit of music after father chris shane and shane the worship initiative a song linked to the gospel reading called behold the lamb and after that we're going to be hearing from mother hilda scott that's after the break lots to get through hope you're enjoying some beautiful weather wherever you are in this uh, in this summertime period faith hope love and life my name's jude hennessy And thanks for joining us this week on The Journey. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Seeing Jesus coming towards him, John said, Look, there is the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. This is the one I spoke of when I said, A man is coming after me who ranks before me because he existed before me. I did not know him myself, and yet it was to reveal him to Israel that I came baptizing with water. John also declared, 
I saw the Spirit coming down on him from heaven like a dove and resting on him. I did not know him myself, but he who sent me to baptize with water had said to me, The man on whom you see the Spirit come down and rest is the one who is going to baptize with the Holy Spirit. Yes, I have seen and I am witness that he is the chosen one of God. The Gospel of the Lord. And now the Gospel Reflection with Father Chris D'Souza. Our readings this Sunday remind us that we are called to serve and to shine. We were created for that purpose. We were born for it. And if we embrace this calling of the Lord, He will exceed our expectations past our noble efforts with horizons we could never imagine. The prophet Isaiah speaks of us being the light to the nations. We are to cast this light to all the extents of the world. And what is this light? St. Paul makes it clear to be holy. Shining the light of holiness in the world completes all the good works that the Lord wants to do in ourselves and in others. And we have the beautiful example of St. John the Baptist. It was revealed to him who was the Messiah, the dove that had descended upon him. He didn't keep this to himself. He was there to serve and to shine the light, not of his own, recognizing that he is outranked by the, the light that he is to shine, our Lord Jesus Christ. And so likewise, mighty brothers and sisters, we are called to shine this light and to serve in being these witnesses of the light in the world. But we can only give to others what we have. And so we must bask in the rays of our Lord Jesus Christ with zero uh, uh, effect of being burnt. The more exposure, the better. Basking in his light, in those moments of daily prayer, works of charity towards others, shining the light of holiness that is not our own, but the light of Christ shone through us in this world. You're listening to The Journey, music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full.
Listening to The Journey, music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full. Now, Wisdom from the Abbey with Mother Hilda. Let me share something beautiful that happened to me recently. I had got an unexpected chance to spend some time with someone and we really got to talk. One of those occasions in life where you just click with someone, though your paths may never cross again. She did me the honour of sharing a great deal about herself and I added my bit to the exchange. It happened on the last day that she brought along a picture off a calendar for me. It was something she had had for years. You know how some of those calendars are really beautiful pictures? Quite deliberately, the picture she brought was exactly featured in our conversation the previous day. It told me clearly that the exchange had been real. She had truly listened to what I'd said, had taken it on board, as indeed had I in her regard. It was one of those mutually enriching exchanges. 
Now here's my point. The picture was an unexpected gift and the more valuable and precious because it was unexpected and because it embodied who we had been in our exchanges. It led me to know again and revisit the oh-so-many unexpected gifts that God sends our way every day. He sends us a new day, completely untouched, a day that embodies who you and he are together. He sends a lovely memory known only to the two of you. He sends a kind word that lodges in your heart where only he can access. He sends a cooling breeze and the sun on your back and hopes you'll remember who you are to him. He, dare I say, even allows gifts that don't look so good, but are gifts just the same. You and I don't always recognise these gifts. We fail to see the trouble he's gone to. We fail to see that whatever has come our way talks about what is between us. I get constantly amazed at how personalised God's gifts are. No one else would recognise some of the things he does for you and me, yet he's hoping you do recognise what's in it. I wonder what you'll see this week. Well, huge thank you there to Mother Hilda Scott, the unexpected gift Hilda's reflections on, on how that, that happened to her recently with a visitor and how God does that for us all the time. What a gift it is to have Mother Hilda on the shot on the show each and every week. She's she's given us such wonderful material over such a long period of time. Don't forget if you ever want to drop in down there, if you're down the south coast, you can do that drive up to uh up to the Abbey. We've got a beautiful bookshop and gift shop up there and a chapel as well. It's an incredible place of prayer and um you'd be warmly welcomed. Here's some music now from Ann Wilson, My Jesus. After the break, we're going to be hearing some more music from Krista Noble. And we're going to hear Father Dave Callahan in his God Spot, The Call. He's going to ask the question and give us a few ideas about perhaps why Jesus was a carpenter. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy. Great you've joined us this week on The Journey. Are you past the point of weary? Is your burden weighing heavy? Is it all too much to carry? Let me tell you about my Jesus. Do you feel that empty feeling? Cause shame's done all that's stealing. And you're desperate for some healing. Let me tell you about my Jesus. He makes a way where there ain't no way.
crazy who would care that much about me let me tell you about my jesus oh he makes a way where there ain't no on the journey faith hope and love for life in all its fullness
Are the missionaries of God's love with the call. Carpentry is a very strange profession. A carpenter will take a tree and intentionally destroy its natural beauty. The carpenter will hack away at the trunk of the tree, removing its defensive layer through the use of axes, saws, and chisels. In fact, if you did not understand what the carpenter was doing, you would think that this person simply delighted in doing violence to a piece of wood. But it is through this violent action that the inner beauty of the wood is revealed. A master craftsman not only shapes the wood for a useful purpose, but also allows the true colour and grain of the wood to be seen. At this point we need to ask the question, was it purely an accident that Jesus was a carpenter? Was it simply a random chance that the saviour of the world would take on this profession, or was God trying to reveal something about how he works with his people? The scriptures often describe the purifying work that God does through the image of refining gold or cleaning dirty clothing. But maybe the best image is the image of a carpenter. It can often be hard to understand what God is doing in our lives, particularly when it seems that good things are being stripped away from us. We need to trust that as he cuts away all of our defensive layers, he will be revealing our true inner beauty. I'm Father Dave Callahan from the Missionaries of God's Love. Find out more about us at mglpriestsandbrothers.org. Well, thanks so much to Father Dave Callahan there, someone who likes working with wood. I just think it's it's amazing stuff and just incredible seeing good craftsmen do their do their tricks in wood or whatever else. Well, he answers, asks and answers, gives us a few ideas about perhaps why Jesus was a carpenter. Coming up after the break, Trish McCarthy is going to talk to us about the daily examine, which is a great tradition in the Catholic Church for people just to review their day. It's something that uh, St. Ignatius did. St. Ignatius of Loyola set up the whole process of of this as being a core part of, of his spirituality, and it's spread across so many in the church. It's just a great way of, of aligning ourselves with God's spirit, and not in a, in a way which is meant to bring us down, but just saying, right, where have I got it right today in being in tune with the Holy Spirit and where haven't I been? Where have I where have I not listened to the voice and the promptings of God and how am I going to get that right tomorrow? How am I going to uh, to be the disciple, the follower of Jesus that I'm called to be? Knowing that there's God's mercy absolutely in the mix all the time, but we're continually called to figure out 
figure out what God's calling us to do by uh, by listening. That's after the break. First up, though, here's Crowder. Come as you are. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy. Thanks for joining us this week on The Journey. Hope you're enjoying it.
faith, hope, love and life. This is The Journey. And now it's time for Milk and Honey with Trish McCarthy. In World War II England, the story was told of children who had to vacate their homes due to the fighting. The children have a difficult time sleeping at night, fearing for their lives. To ease their anxiety, each was given a piece of bread to comfort them, and the children were able to sleep, knowing with bread in hand they would have food for that day and the next too. The authors of the book Sleeping with Bread expand this idea to show how the things in our own lives, those things which sustain us, comfort us one day and give us hope for the next. The idea of a daily examine is simple. First, take a moment to acknowledge the presence of God. Light a candle, a time of silence, and a simple prayer. Next, ask yourself, for what am I most grateful for this day? And allow your mind to wander over the past day. Thirdly, ask yourself, for what am I least grateful for this day? And allow yourself to feel each moment and what it might be saying to you. Finally, identify one thing you would like to act on in the coming day and ask God to help you to fulfill this. You can finish up thanking God with some simple words of gratitude. This process helps us to get in touch spiritually with our physical experiences of life, using our emotions and experiences to link and discover God's presence and purpose for our lives. This is one way we can develop the gift of discernment in our life. Through our life-giving and life-taking moments, God is there in our midst, guiding our hearts. Well, thanks to Trish McCarthy there. That was a little piece that she called Sleeping with Bread for obvious reasons. And it was, uh, it was talking about the experience of young children in World War II, how often when they were distraught or separated from family or worried of a night, they'd be just given a piece of bread. That'll be there for you for the next day. And uh, she drew the analogy too with that, with the, the examine and the daily examine, how it comforts us, putting us in contact with God and helping us to be grateful, but also looking forward to the days ahead with God too. After the break, we're going to hear from Father Mike Delaney. He's going to talk to us about some unexpected sounds he heard recently and a bit of a reflection on some of the thoughts of both Francis of Assisi and and St. John Vianney on listening well and, and picking up what God's saying to us in the surroundings that we find ourselves in. First up, though, a bit more music. We're going to hear from Matt Maher, Bigger Table, and, and a bit of Andrew Peterson in there too, God of My Fathers. Father Mike Delaney is going to round out the show for us this week after the break. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Anderson. We're getting near the end. I'm really stoked you've joined us this week on The Journey. Come gather round the mystery of love in our broken history where grace is the fault lines in me time and time again welcomes me to a house for the hungry a well for the thirsty we're all saints come together
Mandy from Diamond Creek, Victoria, and you're listening to The Journey. God of my fathers huddled in the harbor, every man in the ocean from his home. Their captors could not keep them When they heard the drums of freedom The dream of a kingdom In a land they've never known And God of my fathers Strangers in this country Pilgrims on these dusty roads Across the great plains And the bellies of the steel trains Take a new claim in that wilderness of hope And like my fathers, I am looking for a home I'm looking for a home beyond the sea So be my God and guide me till I lie beneath these hills And let the great God of my fathers Be the great God of my children still 
Yes, they're shining like the sun And I envision them Grinning at the finish And they smile, and they smile Cause they love to see me run Like my father's I am looking for a home I'm looking for a home beyond the sea Be my God and guide me till I lie beneath these hills And let the great God of my fathers Be the great God of my children still Stars and counting sand, little feet and little hands. We're counting joys. We pray you'll know them as you knew us when you wove us, as you hold us. Hold them, please, hold them. Like their father, they are looking for a home. They're looking for a home. their God and guide them till they lie beneath these hills and let the great God of their father be the great God of their children let the great God of my father be the great God of my children still Together on the journey, faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. And now, seeing God in life's everyday events, here's Father Mike Delaney. Each morning between about quarter to eight and eight, I head off to the church for my prayer time. It's not a great effort as it's less than 50 metres away from my front door. But I try to get to the church before the families start arriving in the school park, which serves both the parish and the Catholic Primary School, which is next door. But I also try to get into the quietest part of the church, not to avoid the noise of the children and adults talking loudly, but just so that I can be the least distracted as possible. This week, the car park is empty. Now, that's unusual because normally there are cars around because of an out-of-school activities program, which uses part of the school buildings for its holiday activities. Today, however... There was a raven outside the window seat of the church who was letting the world know something, not sure what, but it was loud. Then it decided to come onto the roof of the church and started wandering around, sounding more like a stormtrooper with every step it took. Today, coincidentally, is the feast of St Francis of Assisi. So the raven and its noisy behaviour made me stop and think about the beauty of the created world. And as I looked out the window... I wondered how I might not have noticed the sounds if the children had actually been arriving for school. So once again I had the pleasure of God speaking into my ordinary everyday activity and reminding me that there is so much beauty in the life that I can miss if my mind is focused elsewhere. 
I remember reading a couple of months ago on the Feast of St. John Vianney. In the Office of Readings, there was an extract from his Catechism on Prayer. I'm including that little, a little extract here because it has a wider implication about how we might be aware of God in our ordinary everyday living. This is what he wrote. How often do we come to church without thinking what we are going to do or for what we are going to ask? And yet, when we go to call upon someone, we have no difficulty in remembering why it was we came. Some appear as if they are about to say to God, I'm just going to say a couple of words so I can get away quickly. I often think that when we come to adore our Lord, we should get all we ask if we ask for it with a lively faith and a pure heart. Both John Vianney and Francis had a simple yet powerful understanding of how God worked in their lives and in their world. Between the two of them, they reminded me that coming to God with the right frame of mind and then listening to what is happening around me can actually open up a whole range of possibilities that I might otherwise miss. And I have to admit, I frequently do. So I'd like to leave you with the question today. What might you hear today and what difference might it make in your life? Catching up with an old friend Nothing too heavy, just checking me How's it going, how's your mom then? And for once he talked more than me Said I hear a lot about you around here Yeah, I know it's been one of them years I get it, man, you do the best you can Still wind up on your knees I was talking to God last night
That was Chrissy Metz and, and the song Talking to God. We've had some great music on the show this week. Thanks to, to Max Norton, who's put it all together, and to all of our contributors. Uh, most recently there, you just heard from Father Mike Delaney. He's from, from down in Tasmania, based in Hobart these days. I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing him at different points during this year. I'm conscious of the fact that there's a, there's a, a fantastic conference coming up in a, less than a month's time. It's going to be at Penshurst. It's called the Divine Renovation Australasia Conference. I know he's one of the, the parishes in Australia that have really embraced Divine Renovation as a model for renewal and outreach and evangelization and, and listening to what the Spirit's calling us to do. Might see him there. I'll probably see him at different points down. I'm, I'm heading down to Tasmania later this year to, to do a little bit of work. He's a good man and just really grateful to have him contributing to the show this week. Unexpected sounds is what he called that. And the pleasure of God speaking into our everyday activities just by taking the time to tune in. Thanks to Trish McCarthy, to Father Dave Callahan, to Mother Hilda Scott, and to Father Chris D'Souza right at the top of the show who kicked us off with this week's uh, Gospel Reflection. We will be doing it all again next week as we head into the third Sunday in Ordinary Time, getting closer and closer to uh, heading back to school. There'll be lots of lots of parents and grandparents that are perhaps eagerly looking forward to that uh, that return to school. Don't wish your life away though. Enjoy every moment of this summer and uh, and time with kids if you if you're blessed enough to have that still going on in your life. Faith, hope, love, and life. My name's Jude Hennessy. I really hope you've enjoyed the journey this week. The Journey is presented by Jude Hennessy and produced by Max Norden on Dharawal Country in the office of the Bishop for the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong.